so i mean first off right um obviously i know you but most people probably don't sure um, so you know steve bloom with with moen yep that is um, correct um just uh give me like a quick uh you know quick quick background yep sure so um actually two weeks from now we'll mark my nine-year anniversary with moen awesome uh time flies when you're slinging faucets but uh, uh prior to that I, I did some uh other sales type work but in a completely different industry so i still feel like i'm learning something new every day yeah but, so i'm definitely going to use that time flies when you're slinging faucets that's going to be a quote okay. somewhere on one of these videos yeah quote it, <laughs> i love it <laughs> um what uh what's what's your favorite go-to drink cocktail you know whatever it is after a, a, a shitty day yeah so Basically, if it's a light beer, I'm I'm drinking it in the wimpy ones, the McUltras and the Coors Lights. But every once in a while, I do like a flavored whiskey. Okay. Um, actually, uh, there, there's one, and I wanted to thank you for having me on the cast. Uh, I am a fan. I brought you a bottle. Oh wow! Uh, to say thank you. So <laughs> uh, it's Scatterbrain. It's a peanut butter flavored whiskey okay if you don't like these you could always re-gift it yeah no no i will definitely give it a try okay. i've had a peanut butter whiskey but it definitely wasn't this i don't know what it was uh there's there's this. a popular one called screwball yes it, that's uh, the one okay yeah. yeah that stuff is really good it's surprisingly good yeah it is it is uh similar i'm i do like the scatterbrain a little bit better but see what you think yeah yeah hey that's awesome i appreciate that yeah well i appreciate oh, you having me on there that's really cool so usually light beers Usually sometimes, just light beers. Sometimes yeah. is, is this your favorite flavored whiskey? When I stray away from from the light <laughs> beers, yes, yeah. that, that's it. Awesome. Well, yeah, that brings me back to my Navy days where we'd go out and we'd have a shot and a beer. Okay. Uh, yeah. I feel in just rounds of that, and then like you forget at some point what you were even doing or drinking. Right. <laughs> yeah. As time as as they continue, you kind of forget. Stuff, so. Yeah. Yeah. So my thought here. So you're the first. You know. Uh, I guess non-management person that I've had on, um, and the reason I wanted to do this is because you know a lot of times we'll have you know like you've come to some of my sales meetings and we'll talk about kind of the new stuff that Moen has or even sure. some of the existing stuff uh, the Moen has that you know we weren't aware of or we weren't aware of certain features or, and then you know my team goes out and we try to educate the customer on that and I feel like this platform is a good place to give that information straight to the customer. I think there's some of those things that you know customers aren't aren't aware of and that it makes life easier it saves time it saves money you know there's benefits to, to a lot of these products um well I, i'm happy to uh again be here thank you once again for having me but anytime that somebody uh is welcoming uh me to to speak about you know different products that we have out there i'm all for it so uh, yeah i mean one of the first things that comes to mind um you know, being a former maintenance guy, I think a lot about like the towel bars in the bathroom. Mm -hmm. um, you know, trying to hang those. There's different widths. Trying to get them level. Trying to make sure they're the right spacing to get the bar in there. Um, Moen has a pretty cool tool uh, called the ProFit. That's correct. Uh, that goes on the wall. It's got all the holes like pre-marked in it for the different distances. That you're 100 percent right. Uh, it's the ProFit tool. And whether you're using uh, maybe trying to install a 24-inch towel bar or an 18-inch towel bar, the holes are already lined up. Uh, some of those products uh, that you may find at 
a local box store there'll be a paper type uh, stencil if you will and trying to line that up can be a challenge sometimes but the with the profit tool it really takes a lot of the guesswork out of it yeah. um, there, there's a there's an application on the end for the paper holder as well and it's i don't want to say idiot proof but it's a really really helpful tool yeah i'd say it's darn close um and so i guess uh to backtrack just a little um i I would imagine that everything we're about to talk about has a moen part number a manufacturer part number correct Uh, and so what i'll do is when we go back and edit i'll put those part numbers in to the conversation um, for those that are watching on video uh, and then I'll put it in the comments on the other platforms um, so that, you know, you can pull those part numbers pretty easily. So, you know, wherever you shop or if you just want to Google it and see where it's available, um, anybody that hears something that we talk about that you want to go find, um, we'll, we'll post those million part numbers. That would be great. Thank you for doing that. And I also want to mention in that tool, there's a built-in level. So, again, not totally idiot-proof, but pretty close. Yeah, I mean, that's something that, I mean, when we first heard about, we loved it. The the maintenance guys love it. Uh, we've done classes for management companies uh, with Moen, yeah. and you guys give out those tools. And, I mean, it's, yeah, it, it is as close to idiot-proof as you're going to get. I mean, those paper stencils get the job done, but they get it done once. They might not be level. You're in a bathroom with water. Paper doesn't do well with water. I mean, there's there's a lot this that goes true. wrong with those things. Yeah, so. that is true, and uh, they're also durable enough. They're made out of a pretty heavy plastic. So if uh, your kids are getting out of line or, or something, <laughs> if you got one at home, um, a lot of uses for the profit. Tools. That's right. So yeah, you yeah. walk in to turn the vacant, and it turns out there's someone crashing in the vacant. You That's know, right. Bust out your profit tool. There you go. Uh, <laughs> please don't do that. Um, okay. Well, and so that also then makes me think of one of the common work orders that i would get and i imagine is still out there is when people would just tear that towel bar out of the wall because it was in the drywall with just a couple of screws um moen has a pretty good towel bar end that not only is just one screw but that screw has a built-in anchor yes uh thank you for bringing that up because um as we know anybody that's worked in the industry for a while Lots of times these accessories go up and there's just not a whole lot of support behind it. But what I think you're referring to is our secure mount anchors. Um, we can't say that uh, that they're necessarily ADA approved, but we have done tests where it will hold up to 500 pounds. Again, we can't make that claim got it but there are videos out you can find online uh, it just it and it doesn't have to just go into a stud um, it just does a, a wonderful job of really offering all the support you, you'll need yeah I mean I'd say in most cases people are using a towel bar anchor that takes two screws and so trying to get that leveled out without the profit tool uh, and then most of the time it just goes into the drywall. Sometimes they'll use the little plastic anchor for the drywall, but we all know that residents, you know, their, their kid is hanging from that thing or something. So the yeah. built-in anchor is a, a phenomenal feature. I, I should make it uh, point out the fact that uh, all of our accessories do not necessarily come with the secure mount anchors. It's, it's an additional, it's an add-on, but they are available. So. Well, yeah, and so, and I imagine a few of the things we'll talk about are going to come in different finishes. Um, you know, we'll probably post the, the Moen part number for, you know, one finish, an okay. example of the product. 
um, just so there isn't you know 400 part numbers um, sounds good and just yeah. kind of keep it easy and i mean anybody that hears something that they can't find feel free to message me on any of the platforms you know we'll, we'll either get to the bottom of it or i'll get you directly in touch with steve sounds great um Okay, so I mean, I think without getting into the obvious faucets, right? I feel like we should save those for last because I think everybody knows Moen does faucets. Right. Um, one of the things we learned a couple of years back was that you guys are in the disposal business, and I feel like disposal is kind of a dirty word right now because no one can find them. Oh, yes, thank you for bringing that up. Um, it is kind of dirty word. You think about what they do? They grind up, you know, food and and stuff you don't want, which can get dirty. Um, but I want to say it was six or seven years ago, we acquired a company in California, AMC, which is uh, Anaheim Manufacturing Company, and um, it's we kind of got into it into it as like it was a hobby. But before we knew it, it really started to take off for us. Um, without geeking out too much, what separates ours from the competition? Um, it's the design of the motor. We have, uh, again, I don't mean to geek out too much, but it's a, a permanent magnet motor, which basically it's kind of think a power drill. When you put power to it, it's full speed immediately right away. Um, some of the other guys, it's an induction motor. So think of like a ceiling fan where it takes a while to get ramped up at full speed. Um, because we have uh, power immediately, less jams. So. I uh, also want to mention, too, that all of ours come with the cord. God, I sound like such a sales guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm but, sorry. I mean, I, look, I feel like features and benefits are, are what matters here. Um, I think most of the listeners, you know, find value in that, right? They yeah. don't want to just hear about, you know, I mean, we're not trying to sell them a garbage disposal, right? It's, True. you know, what makes yours different, what why it's, you know, better. Um, you know, the fact that it's less likely to jam, mm -hmm. um, you know, because of that, that magnet motor. Um, we actually have a post going right now on Facebook about crazy things people have pulled out of garbage disposals. Um, looking for the craziest. I've seen some pretty crazy stuff, but uh, one of the first comments was half of a, I think it was a canary, but some kind of bird. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> resident was trying to dispose of their pet. Uh, so I'm not sure where that post is going to go, but we might have an early winner. Um, that is by far the craziest thing I've ever seen. That is crazy. <laughs> you know, I, I was listening to one of the earlier casts that you did, and I think you brought it up, um, where... You got a work order, maybe it wasn't you, maybe it was one of your guests, but um, a work order came in that somebody's bone crusher was broken. Yeah. Was that? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, we do have a disposal. It's a full one horsepower. Uh, and on this thing, we have pictures of chicken bones, and they, with this disposal, you can grind up chicken bones. Wow. Um, I wouldn't not not beef or steak, <laughs> but uh, it made me think of that when I heard your cast about the bone crusher. Yeah, I mean the reality is, is there's some crazy residents out there, and no matter what we tell them, things are going to accidentally up in the, in the disposer, sure. and people are going to knowingly put things in there they shouldn't. And so if we can put something a little stronger, like there's a big push years ago to upgrade. You know, most people use the one third horse. Sure. There's a push to get people into the half horse because okay. it was less likely to jam because it's stronger. 
Um, so, I mean, if we have something that would grind up those bones, it probably grinds up, you know, the shot glass that goes in there too. Yep, sure. You know, the wine glass, yeah. uh, you know, those types of things. Um, you know, again, less likely to jam. It might cost you a little more on the front end, but it's going to last longer because there's less wear and tear on it. Mm. And less likely to jam means less work orders, which means your maintenance guys can spend time on other work orders. Yeah, there's a, a lot of, I guess, soft dollar savings in, in some of those upgraded disposals where, yeah, you might pay a little more up front, but like you said, it's going to save you money on the back end. Um, one thing I think that's worth mentioning, certainly with today's supply chain where it's hard to get stuff, and whether I talk to builders a lot, and shingles is an issue, trusses is an issue, um, but I will say at the time this is being recorded, uh, we're in a very good inventory position as a company on disposals. So if uh, you currently use a competitive brand and you're not able to get those, maybe give a moan a shot at this point because, again, we're in a very good inventory position. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe the moan is the three mount, uh, the three bolt mount. So anything like the incinerator or the badger, those types of things that use that mount, it would be the same mount that's correct the flange is the same obviously we don't recommend using the, the competitive flange but well, it, I mean, will, would, it would work yeah, yeah. so uh, realistically right it comes with a flange in every disposal it but does. i've met a lot of maintenance guys i've seen a lot of them work i used to be one of them and you know if you can save a few minutes by not changing that out that's then right. some of them will yeah um so either way whichever whichever side you're on that's right um just be aware it's it's the three bolt mount uh which is you know quite popular out there so um just disposal wise uh uh, i'm trying to make sure that we've covered all the bases there one thing Um, i left out on that uh chicken wing crushing uh one horsepower (laughs) um we do have uh, a lighted led collar so when the homeowner opens up the cabinets underneath uh, it kind of lights up under there so if you're looking for a sponge or some cleaning chemicals um, it, we're just we're looking at ways to make products better yeah um, one other thing that I, I think is going to be a rolling change for us on all of our disposals is a 360 degree rinse um, sometimes uh, you get a, a smell coming from your garbage disposal and we found that that's because the water uh, in the splash guard it's designed to go straight down so there's no water hitting the sides of the disposal so all that food that it's grinding up kind of gets stuck there so basically what we did we changed the design of our splash guards so now when the water goes down it's going down the sides as well as down the middle interesting which will hopefully you know reduce uh some of the smells when you use ours yeah i mean that's definitely something we deal with on work orders and then on top of that when you turn an apartment you know that's Mm -hmm. one of the things that has to get cleaned out or replaced um so that that's cool the led is that a standard or is that a specific model that has the led um it's the most upgraded model it's that one horsepower okay uh, I'll send you the model. Yeah, we'll have to make sure we include that yeah. one, too, because that, that's really cool. And, again, for, you know, there's – you know, I think this is going to come into play in some of the later things we talk about, but, you know, there's – rents are going up. That's no secret. For sure. There's a lot of people looking for, you know, reasonable upgrades to help justify those rents. And, and so that more durable disposer, uh, you know, it's a benefit for the property uh, mm-hmm. because you're not going to get as many work orders, but it also, you know, that LED light under the cabinet seems like a, a pretty cool little feature. Um, 
you mentioned they all come with cords, which is great. Um, cause, you know, some customers need them, but if you don't, you know, you can always take that bottom plate off and just hardwire it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that uh, I feel like, especially you know, disposal that does all those things and is in stock in most places. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that that's a big win right now. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, for sure. Um, and also, like you said, it's easy to remove the cord. It does not void the warranty if you do need to hardwire it. So. Do you know offhand what the warranties are? I do. So for our third and a half horse, it's a five-year. Oh, wow. So a lot of the thirds are standard one year. Correct. And when you get into the half, it becomes a longer warranty. Yeah. And uh, so then as you go up to the three-quarter and uh, one horsepower, it's a 10-year. Okay. So for a little more money, you get the one horsepower that's you know a lot less likely to jam with what the residents throw in there you get that led light which is a little bit yeah. of a an added feature for residents and then you have a 10-year warranty so yeah it's 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 not a bad deal um again we years ago kind of got into disposals as just kind of a hobby for us and it, and it has grown into uh, a substantial uh you know a revenue stream for us so yeah. it's worked out great we're pretty confident and comfortable in our product that we're putting out there and the feedback's been good so yeah it's funny how that works out sometimes yeah, you know right? i know a guy that just like started a podcast for no reason at all you know thought it would be good and it's you know grown into something absolutely so. <laughs> those things happen <laughs> uh, so to talk about uh you know that smart apartment right so people are a lot of customers a lot of the managers i talk to are trying to find you know things to put into the apartments and and smart kind of you know that that's the cool thing to do right now um there's a few products that moen has that kind of fall into that that smart bucket um one of them uh and i don't want to steal your thunder is the the flow smart so i mean i guess i'll let you introduce that because i think this is another one that would be great for the industry so we are calling it the flow by moen and basically it is a leak detection uh, valve and how it works um, it goes through a series of algorithms when you first hook it up to get to learn and understand uh, your normal water usage patterns so again when you first get it first couple weeks it's kind of learning after that if it detects something out of the norm it's going to make you aware via a text message um that's if it detects something little maybe a toilet flapper and it won't tell you where it's leaking it'll just tell you hey there's something that's not normal a little extra consumption yeah uh now however if it is a catastrophic leak um what it's going to do is cut the water off to you know the whole apartment and it's also going to text, and you'll probably also get a phone call, too. Okay, so you mount it on the main line, yeah. um, feeding the apartment. I understand that this is a podcast, and some people are just listening. But for anybody that is watching, I did bring one, and I'd like to... Awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so for those that listen and don't watch the audio, or, or the video, <laughs> watch the audio, uh, that don't watch the video, the video is on YouTube, it's on Spotify, and this is the reason right here uh, to hop on the video. Um, but, you know, for those that are listening, uh, Steve's got a nice little sample here of the uh, the flow by Moen. So basically it ties in at the water main. Uh, we offer it in three different sizes, three-quarter inch, one inch, and inch and a quarter. Um, 
and again it gets to know your normal patterns you do need a power source for it it is wi-fi enabled but it's not wi-fi dependent there's a big difference in those two um, some of the competitive brands it's wi-fi dependent so if wi-fi goes down um, now we're out of commission monitoring leaks so one thing we talk about is the damages that result um, from water damage and it's more than fire and theft combined yeah. um, I will say that Moen we come out with some products that well quite honestly I wouldn't put them in my home but this is not one of those products I feel every home should have this yeah I mean I think about you know so you talk about water damage I think most of the people listening have had a water issue on one of their properties and I think we all know that it, unless you have a single story building that leak is always on the top floor Sure. Which then trickles down into all the lower floors. Of course. Um, so, I mean, something like this, in my mind, I feel like in most cases, the water heater is in the closet with the air handler. I know in some cases it's not. Um, but, I mean, you could almost grab the water main right there by the water heater and connect this. Um, there's power there because the water heater's there. Um, well, let's even take it one step further. So uh, this was initially designed for single family. Um, what we are introducing now, and we're well underway with it, is uh, dashboard, which pertains to strictly the multifamily world. Um, there are some things, depending on if the condos are owned by individual people or if it's an apartment complex and the parent company owns the pipes right mm -hmm. um, but basically the um, head of maintenance at that property would have like an ipad if you will um, and they would be able to uh, monitor water usage they would be alerted if there was a leak on the top floor uh, right on their ipad um, they would get a, a notice on their smartphone but then if, if they had the iPad, they could see, you know, which unit it was and, and that sort of thing. So we're very excited about the uh, opportunities and possibilities in the multifamily arena. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know, you get one in every single unit. It brings me back to uh, my days as a maintenance supervisor. Uh, we had a property where I was on call for the weekend. I got a call at like 6 a.m. on a Saturday morning from a resident who was at the airport. Huh. It's like, hey, when I went to bed last night, my floor was a little wet, but I had to get up early, so I didn't say anything. I'm at the airport now, and it's really wet. Yeah. Well, he also lived next door to the model, and so I came out. I went to his apartment, and it, it was wetter on the wall that shares the wall with the model. I went into the model, and the faucet, which was not a mowing, uh, had blown apart. The cartridge had blown out of it, mm. and it was just gushing water. There was yeah. you know, two feet of water in the model. All the way over into that apartment and had something like this been there it would have shut off but at the very least it would have notified us that that was happening Absolutely. instead of waiting until the next day so the model floods the vacant units doing the same thing yeah. and i mean we don't walk vacants that often right um i think there's a lot of value in something like that i do too and if you have one or two incidents like you had um they'll start to pay for themselves uh, also regarding insurance, I know on the single family side, they are offering discounts if you do have this off your homeowners. And I can't imagine why on the multifamily side, they wouldn't be doing the same. Yeah. Um, if it, just the dollars involved in a claim like the one you're describing or worse. 
in, in a case like that, if the cartridge had blown out, it would have cut the water off immediately. Yeah, I mean, that, that, so that's a good point is, you know, get with the insurance company because there very well could be um, a reduction in the insurance. I imagine if you had a whole property outfitted with that, it would probably increase the value of the property. Because as an, an investment, it's less likely to have that water damage issue. Um, so, I mean, this was something that when you told me about it the first time, I was like, man, that's, that's awesome. I mean, yeah. it, it is something that should absolutely be standard um, in every unit. I guess you could try to make a case for doing one per building, uh, but, you know, I think it's much bigger than a one-inch pipe. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it's less you'd be cutting off a whole building if there's a flood somewhere. Right. Um, I also go back to when the property manager would pay bills and we'd have a vacant with a crazy high water bill. You go over there and look and it's, you know, the, the flapper's been leaking, but it's been leaking for, you know, three weeks yeah. and nobody knew. And you learn real quick how much water you can lose through a toilet with a leaky flapper. Um, oh, man, this chair gets me every time. <laughs> every time. Um, yeah, that's true, though. You, you don't realize. You just, um, until you see the bill and by then it's too late you got to pay the bill but um again we're really excited about it especially going into the multifamily environment uh it's exciting and and again it's a product that i truly believe in i really do i think it's great yeah i mean again something that i would put in my own home Mm -hmm. you know if you've got a rental that you're not always at you know again something is great fit for that and i mean Obviously, you know all the benefits we talked about from a multifamily standpoint. Even peace of mind, Jason. Like if you're going out of town with your family for the week, it's all done through your smartphone. So you can just cut the water off to the whole house right from your phone, and you don't have to worry about any of it. It's just it's just a really nice thing. So if I have the resident that never picks up their dog poop, I could cut their water off. No, I'm just kidding. Don't don't do that. Do not do that. Yeah, don't do that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think uh, you know having that that safety net across the board, having it automatically do those things too, because it almost always happens that that flood happens, and it might be an occupied apartment, but it's well the residents at work or the residents out of town. Sure um you know which is why it gets so bad so i mean that that safety net seems I mean, it, it seems like common sense to me it definitely seems like something we should be we should be doing yeah and, and again very early stages with the multifamily, uh with the dashboard application but mowing figures stuff out uh at first maybe it's not always perfect but we learn from our mistakes and we continually just try and make products better so um and who knows maybe we'll get to the point where we do make a um a flow by mowing valve that is big enough for the main i don't know i, I don't know if it's possible yeah i mean i'm look i'm sure it's possible um the concern there would be that you know you've got a building with 30 units in it yeah, one of yeah. them has a leak and now you get 29 of them blowing up the phone saying you know why is my water off good point. so good point yeah it's possible and it might be slightly less expensive than doing one in every unit but i think that the headaches it would cause it's worth i think one in every unit is is the way to go yeah uh, also in the new construction phase uh, we have something that uh, it's called local mode so again when you get back to that whole wi-fi enabled but not dependent Lots of times in the new construction phase, there is no Wi-Fi. It's not going to be there for months. But 
as the property's being built, it's still going to be protected because of that local mode. You'll be, you'll be notified, and it, it will do its job in the event of a catastrophic leak during construction. So. Gotcha. Yeah, because, I mean, the challenge with Wi-Fi from a multifamily standpoint is that, you know, that resident moves in and sets up a Wi-Fi network, but then when they move out, you know, next resident comes, it's a new Wi-Fi, it's a new, you yeah. know, uh, what a Username and password. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so sure. it's uh, it, it's almost uh, the local, I think, would be the way to go um, mm -hmm. unless, and I mean, maybe this is something that's happening, but, you know, if they're, if communities are putting like a central Wi-Fi into some of the newer buildings as an amenity, you know, move in and well, the building already has Wi-Fi. Are they doing that? I don't know. Uh, not that's that I know of, but yeah, yeah, it is something mm -hmm. that, I mean, of course, then you'd have to you know recover some money on that you know mm -hmm. charge residents for the wi-fi or, or something but uh, just in case that's something that's happening i think that would be a good case to hook these up to the wi-fi because mm -hmm. that network wouldn't change right um but um yeah with, with dashboard again it's wi-fi enabled so it's not dependent on anybody's wi-fi per se any of the residents so awesome yeah um anything else on the the flow smart or the flow by mowing um you know i would i would tell folks if, if they're considering it do your due diligence uh look at some competitive ones too and you'll you'll see limitations we're um we're, we're real pleased with ours uh i will say at this time that this is being recorded our inventory position on the flow isn't as strong as we would like um we're getting there it's just it's been so popular which i guess is a good problem to have yeah it's uh, definitely the right problem to have um and i mean i'd say that you know something like this to outfit a whole building would take or a whole community would take some time anyways so inventory over time would probably be the way to go you yeah. know if you sent me 400 of them it's going to take me a few months to put them in or a few weeks yeah um, really with the chip shortage where we've kind of landed is we partnered with lennar homes a yeah. uh, huge national builder and so we have a contractual obligation with them to provide these units on 80 percent of the new homes they build so with the chip shortage we're doing everything we can to just support the lennar mm -hmm. agreement so but i mean that says a lot about the valve too that they're willing to put it in every home correct um, yeah they they don't want to add costs to their homes if anything they want their costs to come down but their willingness to spend the extra to, to get this for their buyers that you're right it speaks volumes yeah i mean I, you know we all have budgets that we have to live by but you know you need to look at the total cost you know the cost of the flood you know if that were to happen um you know some of these other products the cost of the time it takes to do it the old way versus you know the new way i think you've got to look at total cost yeah i agree and again with those insurance savings it might pay for itself yeah, I mean, that's uh, definitely something worth uh, bringing up, worth looking into. Mm -hmm. um, I know there's some companies that, you know, they get a break on their um, their workers' comp insurance because they do certain trainings monthly, oh, okay. you know, safety meetings, those sorts of things. Yeah. So um, I don't think anybody in the industry is a, a stranger to, uh, you know, trying to find the discounts on the insurance side. So And, and they're probably not going to give them to you if you don't ask. So Yeah, absolutely. No, they're not going to come to you. Hey, I heard you bought a flow by mowing. We're going to give you a discount. Right. You know, right. They're probably also um, calling you from the IRS, um, you know, with an Indian accent. 
uh, if you're getting that phone call. Yeah, correct. Yeah. <laughs> so you've gotten those two. Okay. Uh-huh. Oh, I love them. Yeah. I, so I, uh, there's actually a podcast of a guy that just messes with those those people, oh, and okay. I also enjoy doing that. I don't film it or anything because I don't have that kind of time. But right. my my take on it is the longer I keep them on the phone with me not scamming me, is less time they can spend actually scamming someone else. Look at you. What a so, great way to look at it. I like to answer those yeah. calls and just have fun with them. It's, it's really you. enjoyable. Most of them will cuss you out before they hang up on you at the end. Oh, do um, they get a little angry? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's great. Okay. It's fun. Because they, they, think, they think they got you. They transfer you to the person that you're going to give your credit card number to or whatever it is, and then... I'm not going to do that. No, you just, oh. it's not going to happen. Yeah, but good great. for you again for saying that the last time uh, they, you know, the more time I spend with them, less time they have to scam others. That's nice. Yeah, I mean, because look, obviously it's a profitable business. They must be scamming people because some of these have like ridiculous software and algorithms and stuff they're using to be able to do this. So that they're catching somebody if they're making yeah. this kind of money on it. Unfortunately, so. I think you're right. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Maybe that's what I'll do in retirement. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, again, thinking about um, you know smart things that we can put in, into uh, into apartments. Um, I think the obvious ones would be on the kitchen and bath faucet side. Um, discovered something on your website in the past few days on the bath faucet side. Um, being, I don't know what the name for it is. You may. It's a like a motion sensor bath faucet. And for me, the thing I thought that was really cool about it is, you know, when you wave next to the little eye to turn it on, that the handle actually moves out so that you could, you know, soap your hands up and then wave next to it to turn it on. And then as you rinse your hands off, you could physically turn it off or you could wave to turn it off. Yeah. All great points. And it's, thanks for, for bringing it up. Um, what's happening, and I'm sure you know better than I, millennials are leaving the nest and they're moving out finally and and buying homes and they're basically demanding smart products so that puts the task back on us as the manufacturer to try and find ways to keep up and um you actually you got the names right it's uh, motion sense uh wave faucet um so we've got we've had kitchen out for many years uh kitchen and now we're actually at the point where you can control them uh, multiple ways. Uh, an app on your phone, you can use the handle, you can wave, or you can talk to one of your Amazon Alexas or Google Assistant and say, I want two cups of water at 110 degrees. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's at that point. Now, so that's really cool because, I mean, I've seen communities where they'll give you, like, an Alexa or the Amazon Assistant or the Google, whatever she's called. I don't have her. I'm not sure. Um, but, there, I mean, because those little, the dot, the small one is, yeah. you know, relatively inexpensive. So some communities will give that to a resident as a renewal gift with some of the smart features like the light switches and stuff that interact with it the faucet that not just turns on and off because when you first said it i was like you know what do i turn on my faucet how lazy am i right but the measurement piece is really cool the temperature is awesome i didn't know it did that yeah so you can do a minimum of a tablespoon you can do a maximum of 15 gallons and then any amount there in between but you can i have the um, amazon's alexa at my house and you can set up skills so if you say uh alexa ask moen to fill the baby bottle 
okay, baby bottle is one cup at this temperature. So it, you can teach it, um, you know, the dog bowl or whatever. It, then it knows it's three cups. Of, uh, and it also understands generic terms. So you don't need a temperature. You can say cold water or warm water or hot. So again, the millennials are demanding this technology. We're, we're trying to put it out there. Um, scary. Did you make it by chance to KBiz in Orlando mm-hmm. last month? Mm-hmm. It's the kitchen and bath, big show, whatever. Um, I didn't go either, but apparently I've heard from my coworkers and people that visited the Moen booth. We have a kitchen faucet coming out that doesn't have a handle. Interesting. Yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like uh, I'd be scared. I'd need a flow sense or flow by Moen to go with it <laughs> right? just in case. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I guess if you wave to the left, it's hot. Wave to the right, it's cold. Uh, wave down, you need more water. And then if you like kind of high five it, but don't touch it, that's what shuts it off. That's really cool. Uh, I don't know. I'm old school. I want to handle Well, that's right. That scares yeah. me. But, you know, yeah. I guess we're at that age where like the new cool high tech stuff, we're just too old for it. Yeah. Yeah, um, I guess we are. <laughs> <laughs> but again, you know, you think about these areas. I mean, I've said it before, you know, we're in Florida where, you know, everybody's moving here. Uh, rents are, you know, going through the roof because yeah. of the demand. Um, you know, these luxury properties especially are looking for, you know, things to add to justify some of those rents. Um, and I feel like some of these faucets especially are, you know, they are, they say, you know, kitchens sell homes. Yeah. Um I think for those of you that have really impressive kitchens in your apartments, I'm sure when you're touring the apartment, that's one of the things people say is, wow, this kitchen is awesome. You know, sure. I think kitchens rent apartments as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, for the right person, being able to offer that, uh, that type of faucet, that's why I like it as a renewal gift too. Um, because we, you know, there are some residents that you don't want to put that in their apartment because you're just going to get a whole bunch of work orders because right. they don't know how to use it. Sure. So, you know, to be able to have the control over which apartments it goes into. Um, the other thing we've seen, too, is where some communities will do, uh, it's like buying a car, right? When you buy a car, you can get, uh, you know, like a, if it's a Chevy, you can get the Z71 package, and that comes with these standard features. Well, uh, we've seen apartments where they'll do, like, you know, give me the smart package. It's an extra $150 a month, but you get, you know, these sure. smart devices. We'll give you the smart thermostat. and and all that stuff in there so to be able to offer it as a package too sure yeah no it's um again we've had the kitchen out for many years the, the motion sense um, the lav was something that we came out with last year um i'm not talking about the commercial faucets we've had sensor commercial sure. stuff for years but um you know for residential we came out with the lav last year in one suite and um this year we've introduced two more so a total of three different uh faucet suites um we're excited you know again young folks want it and we're gonna give it to them yeah i mean it's it's look it sounds fun to play with i really like the idea of the kitchen faucet uh like i said the wave thing is a little uh it's a little over my head but i think there's a a big audience of people that would love that Mm -hmm. um you know again you put one of those in your model but not necessarily every apartment and as you're touring people will ask you you won't even have to point it out like how come that thing doesn't have a handle how do you use it right 
you know, direct some traffic here and show them how to use it. Sure. Um, and then, you know, they'd probably be willing to spend the extra money, whether it's, it's just on the faucet in their apartment or if you want to do one of those kind of smart, sweet upgrades um, for their apartment. But I think that's uh, it's a good little value add. Yeah, yeah. Again, I, I don't think it's for me, but uh, I'm sure there's some. Again, I'm old school. I want a handle just yeah. in case, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, and also in the kitchen too, I saw uh, there's uh, some some faucets with some built-in water filters, or even uh, I think you have a separate water filter option. We do. So for many years, we've had uh, the SIP is a beverage faucet that we offer, which was charcoal filter based. Uh, But just this year, we launched it at that K-Biz, the Kitchen and Bath Show. Um, We are now offering a reverse osmosis RO package. Uh, so if people are interested in, in that type of filtration, that's, that's an option now for Mullen. Yeah, and I mean, so without geeking out, right, because I don't know too much about it, but I'll tell you, you know, I was in the Navy where, you know, when you go to sea, you have to make water because oh, you can't right. drink ocean water. Sure. Um, and reverse osmosis is the method, the primary method for making that water drinkable. Didn't know that. Um, so, I mean, cool. to have an RO option you know in a kitchen faucet or, or near the kitchen faucet if it's a separate faucet um, i mean that's that's pretty high tech yeah well again it's new for us the the our sip carbon filter's been around for a while but um that's a fun fact i didn't know that that's how they do it yeah i don't know if that's still how they do it okay. but i mean yeah that's definitely how they did it for us and then when you know they would have uh, on the ships i was on had two plants that would do it and when one goes down then you know they don't let you shower you can't waste the drinking water. Right. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's a that's a story for a different time. Sure. Uh, that's why they talk about the Navy shower, where you can shower in like five minutes or less because you've oh. got to conserve water. That makes sense now. Yeah. Uh, the, so the trick for any Navy people that are listening um, is to shower during mealtime because the water is always on so they can wash dishes. Ah. So that's, that's the trick. That's uh, good. <laughs> and the lines are short for the shower because everybody's eating. Right. Uh, so eat quick and then shower. Right. Um, and so the other thing about the filters, too, what I noticed, uh, what I saw, and I don't know if this is on all of them or on some, but they came with, uh, there was options for a six-month or a 12-month filter. So, you know, for our industry, one of the things we talk about with maintenance guys a lot is kind of doing this, like, one-year inspection. You know, every time a unit is vacant and they turn it, there are certain preventative maintenance things sure. that will be done. But for those residents that renew year after year after year, those things don't happen. Um, and so we talk about, you know, not just doing that preventative maintenance on the turn, but when they renew. And then you're sure. basically every 12 months, you're in every single apartment. Yeah. And if you had this filter option, you know, unlike a fridge where the light just turns on in like the three-month-ish mark that you need a filter, and then you get a work order to go do the filter, if you're on that 12-month preventative cycle, then... Sure you know get you a 12-month filter and change it out every time you go in for preventative maintenance yeah so that would certainly make sense and i i gotta think that the the 12-month every time they renew is beneficial for both parties right tenant and um, property management company because it allows you to get in there and take a look if you haven't been in there for a while but then it allows them to get a new filter so it it sounds like a win-win yeah yeah Mm -hmm. Um, okay. I mean, like I said, I kind of, you know, scoured the website looking for the, the new cool stuff that I hadn't yeah. seen yet. Cause you know, I love when you guys come in and show us, you know, what the new cool stuff is. Is there anything else out there that I didn't 
I didn't yeah, cover. so, um, and I think it kind of stemmed from probably the uh, toilet paper shortage during COVID, but we uh, are, we've come out with the e-bidet uh, toilet seats. Yeah. Um, and again, maybe, maybe that it wasn't a result of the toilet paper shortage, but um, these things are pretty neat. They will uh, clean you in places that you didn't even know. Um, <laughs> Uh, and then they'll dry you off. Um, there, there's a there's a feature where it blow dries you. And, uh, so, you know, in, in our country, uh, toilet paper is a thing. There's a lot of countries where toilet paper doesn't even exist. Yeah. Um, but, again, it, it, some of my competitors, Toto and Kohler, have been in this space for a long time. It's new for us. Uh, pretty competitive pricing when you look at some of the other pricing that's out there but um it's new for us so i wanted to mention it yeah it, it, i think it's a cool concept because like you say in a lot of countries it's the norm you know toilet paper is weird in other places and you know for us it almost it, it's weird to not think of toilet paper but the analogy i heard and i mean it's gonna get kind of kind of nasty but i mean you know if you got poop on your arm would you grab a towel and just kind of smear it around until it was gone or would you wash it off sure yeah you'd so wash i mean it off. Yeah. why is that acceptable <laughs> i don't know poop happens right that's it everywhere so, yeah and i'm with you yeah you don't want to just smear it around yeah um i imagine it probably connects to the water line the toilet uses it does is it battery or is it plug-in uh, we do have a battery option okay. but the majority of them there's gonna be a need for an electrical outlet down okay. there and it's just a standard you know whatever yeah. 110 or yeah um but so that's new what else um wall mount tub fillers uh for years and years and years we had one that was really really expensive and now we have a whole bunch of them uh it's kind of neat about it and again i don't know in a multi-family type situation uh that it's applicable but we'll talk about it a little bit um so it's eight gallons a minute, which is decent flow. Um, but what's nice about it, you can mount that handle anywhere. So down at one end of the tub, right above the spout, you know, wherever you want it. So we're excited about that. Yeah. yeah. Um, that, that's the standard tub spout and handle combination. Um, well, it's geared towards freestanding tubs. So, again, okay, probably gotcha. not a big player in the multifamily world. But more on the high end, I would think. Yeah. I'm sure they're out there. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And then a lot of multifamilies getting into renting out groups of single-family homes. So you start seeing other things yeah. that way, too. One thing I'll mention, because some people might really find this to be a huge benefit um we do have a shower head that's uh it's called inly and i-n-l-y um but it's got um you can put um, essential oils in the shower head fancy stay with me <laughs> <laughs> fancy yeah uh inly um the uh the the essential oil capsules don't last a whole long time and by a whole long time i'm talking five minutes so it's not going to last for my wife's whole shower. No, but the good news is you don't need a capsule just to take a regular shower. But for some people, maybe after a long day of work, 
it's nice to kind of treat yourself to some aromatherapy or so it's more so it's going to give off the essential oils it's not going to like mix them in the water and spray them on me it actually mixes them it in does. the water and sprays it on you and i think we have four different scents for it um hmm. again renewal gift options for the right resident right, um, right. you know upgrades for the right luxury space possibly mm-hmm. um, there's one that i like and you start talking about shower heads um yeah every now and then you get a request for the wand shower mm-hmm. and i know moan has one that it's almost like a magnet on and it's a wand yeah and so it sticks up there and acts like a shower head but then you can just grab it and take it down and use it like a wand yeah you're right and it's actually called magnetics uh so it's a six function head and it docks on the magnet um crazy popular for us uh we've have exceeded all sales targets on the magnetics it's just it's done what it's supposed to do at a very affordable price but if you think about it you know not all of us uh want to take the same type of shower it's nice to have options so if you want more of the pressure or just more of the the rain type experience you can you can do that with this head and it's very affordable yeah i mean like i said we're looking for you know the renewal gift in the past was a carpet clean Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we'd come in and clean your carpet once you renew, you know, for two reasons. One, it helps the carpet last longer, but two, it's, you know, it's that gift that makes you feel good about it. But, sure. you know, more and more communities are getting away from, from carpet. They're doing hard surface floor, wood, vinyl, that kind of stuff. Right. Um, so the renewal carpet clean really doesn't have the value it used to. And we get questions a lot of, you know, what are other people doing for renewals? Sure. Um, and so, you know, some of these products, you know, for the right resident or, you know, to have like a little menu of it, you know, mm-hmm. hey, you it's your one-year renewal. You get to pick one of these things off this list. You know, your five-year, pick two, sure. you know, whatever it is. So. Yeah. And again, I, I know that we're being broadcast all around the world here. I'm just throwing some things out there. If something sparks an interest to somebody and they, they want to go check it out, they can. Yeah. So. Um, like I said, I'll put the mowing part numbers up, as, you know, in post-production so that as we talk about it, the part number pops up. For those of you that are watching on Spotify or YouTube, um, I guess on Facebook, too, it shows on the, uh, shows the video. Awesome. Um, and then I'll put it in the comments uh, of all the posts so that uh, if you don't, watch the video you can get the part numbers that way that'd be great thank you um any other products that come to mind um, um i'm sure I'm, i've missed a bunch of, <laughs> of course yeah i mean the, the goal isn't to go through the whole mowing yeah. catalog um but I, like i said we kind of i steered you towards a few that I, I think bring a lot of value specifically for our industry that people probably aren't aware of and so i'm hoping we can get the education piece you know straight sure. to uh, the properties this way. I, I probably should mention that um, uh, Moen is kind of known for single family, but uh, something we haven't mentioned um, under our umbrella is Cleveland, CFG, Cleveland Foster Group, which is specifically designed for multifamily applications. Um, it's got a 10 year warranty on the cleveland the moen has the lifetime limited lifetime but um the cleveland also uses a ceramic disc cartridge and again i'm aware of the podcast and who we're talking to here so i just think it's worth mentioning that uh cfg is in the moen family yeah i mean so i think cfg is very highly used in the industry um 
you know it's it's got all the benefits of a mowing uh, you know from a durability durability standpoint um and like we've talked about you know residents are not gentle on anything so that you know it, it really helps out there and they're you know super repairable um which is the other aspect of it you know i get frustrated when we have these maintenance guys and they'll go to the box store and get the ten dollar faucet wow, this thing's only 10 bucks great well yeah. in you know yeah. six months when it's leaking <laughs> Uh, you have to replace it because you can't get the parts for it and it only lasted six months right um so you know the i think the cfg is that balance between it's it's a good price point and it's durable and easily repairable yeah we we've just been talking all mowing here and i just again knowing the target audience i I wanted to mention it yeah yeah um so you know i said you're the first uh you know non like property staff person um, that I've had on the podcast, so I don't know where this is going to go. But you know, we always we try to share some of the crazy stories. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm wondering if you have any crazy stories for me. Yeah, so it's not crazy, crazy, but it's just something that I'll never forget. Uh, very interesting. Um, so from time to time, uh, I live in St. Augustine, but I obviously cover the Jacksonville market, Daytona, and I go up into a little bit of South Georgia. But I, I'm the area representative for mowing, and um, it's not uncommon uh, for me to go to, say, a new construction home or a, a job site if, if there's an issue. I'm not a plumber, but sometimes it, if the homeowner's already moved in, um, it gives them a little bit more warm fuzzies if somebody shows up in a mowing shirt or something and, uh, to help them if, if there's an issue. But um, I did get a call from a plumber. The home was less than a year old. And um, the homeowner was having uh, an issue with the kitchen faucet sprayer, the side sprayer. And um, okay, well, it's probably, you know, a replacement sprayer would would solve the problem. And, uh, you know, I I suggested that. Uh, No, no, they wanted to see somebody from mowing if possible. okay well let me go take a look again i'm no plumber but i'll go take a look uh this is the crazy part i get there the homeowner greets me at the door and takes me to the bathroom yeah i was told it was a kitchen uh faucet sprayer Uh uh-huh what they had done (laughs) i think i've seen this you know where this is going uh what they had done was tried to plummet to the toilet and use it as like the day we, we were talking about earlier uh this homeowner i don't believe was from this country um couldn't understand why they couldn't get the pressure uh <laughs> that they felt that they should have had and again you can't make that stuff up. yeah so did you uh, did you hook him up with one of those ebay toilets or was this before <laughs> that was in production yeah it was before that unfortunately uh, i certainly would have suggested that but it's just comical i should have taken a video or pictures or something but yeah kitchen faucet sprayers folks are not designed to be used as uh, bidets yeah it's crazy so I, we've seen uh, random photos and i don't know if it's actually from an apartment or not but it shows up in some of these apartment maintenance groups of uh, like the the black with the silver ring kitchen sprayer that you know has right. been around for 30 years and it's hooked up somehow to the the toilet valve and they're crazy. You know, obviously that's what they're using it for yeah <laughs> good god unbelievable but that yeah. that was one that um certainly 
I'll, I'll never forget it was well that's why a replacement sprayer wouldn't work right you know if you're not using it the way it's designed to be used it's right. replacing it's not going to fix yeah, it yeah yeah it's just not going to work so <laughs> okay um so career-wise any career advice uh for anybody out there anything any something anything impactful that you learned over the years that you know is something that you would share or you know something you learned the hard way that if you had to do again you you would do it differently yeah great question so i'm actually glad you brought it up because back when i was growing up many many years ago the uh, um college was was a big emphasis for for younger people and uh that's something that that i did um looking back at the way things now moen does a lot of studies on the number of plumbers that are coming into the field and the number of plumbers that are leaving and the numbers aren't working way more people will be leaving the industry than are coming in so from a career standpoint, if you're a younger person and uh, you're not really sure the path that you want to take, you may want to consider plumbing. Um, again, the, the demand is just going to outweigh the supply of capable plumbers. Um, we, we partnered with uh, the MicroWorks Foundation. Uh, so there's, there's scholarship money for anybody interested in, in learning about plumbing and trades in general. Um, we are members of uh, NEFBA, the Northeast Florida Builder Association here in Jacksonville, and they have an apprentice program that they offer. So, again, that, that's local here yeah. uh, in this area, but I'm sure in most communities um, that there's hopefully some, some trades, uh, trade schools and apprenticeship programs that people can get involved in. Uh, looking back on it, if I could, I would have learned to trade. Um, I'm 50 years old, and I paid off my student loans at the age of 45. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sadly enough, I think there's a lot of that that, that yeah. goes around. Um, I, I'm glad you brought up the trades thing because there is a lot of that, specifically plumbers, um, and, and I do think that's that's national. That's not isolated, um, just in Florida. Um, you know, so that that's an education, a certificate that is definitely worth getting a license. Sure. Um, and I think it's a lot more valuable than people think in terms of, you know, what you're going to make. I think, you know, people think, oh, I'm going to be a plumber. I'm not going to make any money. That is oh, not, not the case. True. Yeah, not you, true at, at this all. point, like, you pretty much name your price right now. You really can. I, I talk to plumbers every day, every single day that I work. I'm in touch with a plumber. I'm going and seeing a plumber. I don't know any of them that are poor. Mm -hmm. I, I don't. Most of them have offshore fishing boats and vacation properties and they are doing very well it's okay. name your price at this point i think a study that moen did by the year 2026 which isn't that far away half of the plumbers that are in the field won't be in the field then and there's only like a 10 percent uh coming in to the field yeah so there's there's a major shortage of, of plumbers yeah and look i, I mean I, I i hate to to say because we have our own labor shortage and, and challenges when it comes to hiring maintenance guys in the industry um but you know part of what got me into this industry is when i got out of the military uh, i was using my gi bill to go to college and i wanted to work while i did it and so i ended up in maintenance taking classes at night 
Um, but you know, if I can get a bachelor's degree on top of doing this job, then somebody who's interested in becoming a plumber or getting in one of the trades can probably do that as well. Right. Uh, you know, to make that transition. That is one of the good things about this industry is it's, it's a, you know, it's a set schedule. I know the on-call piece is a little crazy and there were times that I'd get called out of class for an emergency. Sure. Um, but there are also ways around that, you know, there were some of the properties I was at, you know, there other maintenance guys knew that, you know, Hey, I'm on call, but Tuesday night I'm in class from, you know, six to eight. Right. So, you know, you're going to cover those two hours for me and I've got the rest of it. And, yeah. Um, so, you know, that kind of team effort to get it done. But, um, I think the trades is a, a really good call out. Yeah. I, I, I think they just aren't getting as much love as they should be. And, and there's, uh, I, I really think moving forward, they can, name their own price plumbers are at a point now where they you think back to 08 and 09 they took whatever work they could find well that that the times are changing and now they pick and choose what work they want to do and what work they don't so you know if you've got a commercial job and they're a residential plumber good luck you might have to call four or five different plumbers before you can find somebody to do what you need done yeah so they're in a they're in a really good spot Awesome. Any uh, any last uh, advice or comments or you know anything you wish I had brought up? Um, not really. I, I do want to give you a heartfelt thank you. Uh, this is uh, cool. How did how did you? What gave you the idea to to do this cast? So part of it is like I said. You know, I love having you know somebody like you come into you know our sales meeting to teach us about the new products. I guess it's the maintenance guy in me. Um, I'll sponsor lunches at the apartment association and kind of have this quick conversation. You know, five minute. Um, you know, during their training of whatever that new cool product is to try to help spread the word um so i thought that you could do that on this um and then also there's other just industry questions that get asked in a lot of these social media groups that never get answered because i mean i don't know how much time you spend on social media but if you ask a question uh the first you know 90 people that respond are going to be mad about how you ask the question uh Uh, and then you know half of the actual responses you get will be sarcastic answers to your question gotcha and so a lot of that just never gets answered i'm like man if we could get the right people in front of the microphone we can share some of this knowledge about products that you know customers might not be aware of um but we can also answer some of those questions that there may not be answers for that a lot of people are experiencing and then you know anybody you talk to in the industry will tell you there should be a book or a movie or something about some of the crazy stuff that we've seen so you know, this is also a place to share some of those stories. Yeah. Um, well, it, so. It's just a great idea. And again, thank you so much for having me on. Um, when you first told me about the podcast, I was excited. Um, you know, number one, that you wanted me to be a part of it. But number two, I was excited for you. Do you have any background uh, in doing this? Or? No, I mean, I was, you know, in the AV club in high school. That's okay. about as far as okay. this goes. So. Uh, I've got some basic knowledge of, you know, what end of the plug to plug into sure. each thing and uh, lots of Googling. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's you know, not to inspire people to, to do this and compete with me, but it's it's not that hard. Well, I, uh, I, kudos <laughs> to you. I, th- I think it's great. And, uh, like I said, I've, I've heard uh, most, if not all, of the podcast. Thoroughly enjoyed them and just really happy to be a part of one so thank you well hey i really appreciate you uh, coming on and again we'll uh, i'll get the uh, the mo and part numbers from you uh, for the stuff that we talked about we'll go ahead and get that stuff uploaded but uh perfect thanks for being on steve i appreciate it thanks jason